0: Hello, welcome to the Drive Time Pod. It's a show where we white bitches talk about whatever the hell we want. My name is Mariah. I'm Corey. And I'm Sarah. And today we discover that death is only the beginning. Because today we're talking about the mummy! <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I... Y'all, I don't think you understand how much I love this movie. It's so stupid, (laughs) and I love it. But before we get started, before we get started, everybody, what is everyone drinking?
1: Corey,
2: Uh, I've already had two fingers of whiskey, and I've got (laughs) some tea and some more whiskey with ice in it. So we
0: are doing go rate. Honestly, <laughs> I wish I had your life. Oh. <laughs> you seem to be having so much more fun than me. And I just am so, I'm, I'm so you know, jealous.
2: <laughs> we're still in quarantine sort of. And I just, I can't, I, I refuse to go to a bar. So I'm going to bar it up in my house.
0: Hell That's yeah. Fun. We love to see it. Um, yeah. I'm drinking A&W root beer. It's not as good Yay. as fun, but it does the job. Yes. So Agreed. That's my official sponsorship <laughs> plug. Um, is barks is barks. Barks, if you would like to sponsor, sponsor <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I put whiskey in beer. you all the time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And Sarah, what are you drinking?
3: I'm drinking a sparkling pink grapefruit beverage. Oh, fun. It's so good. Spindrift? No. Fever tree. <laughs> they come in these glass bottles. It looks like it's alcoholic but it's not. What? It's apparently what? only 40 what? calories what?
1: per well. bottle.
3: But... Oh wow. They are it's like $13 for a case of 12 mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. they're pr- they're pricey but they're so good. My mom can drink a well she puts the actual alcohol in hers. Um. Um, She drinks several a night. (laughs) Good. Good. She and I are on
0: the same spirit path. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, my darlings. Yes. I would like to really, truly just go ham. Hard as a motherfucker. Just talking about this stupid movie. Um, So, for those of the listener who for some reason... Has not seen a movie that's been out for twenty years. Actually, at this point, twenty-one. It can drink. <laughs> hey, <laughs> this listener. Let me explain.
1: A, uh,
0: <laughs> the same boat is <laughs> <laughs> the mummy is a. This is from Wikipedia, by the way. The mummy is a rousing, suspenseful, <laughs> and horrifying epic about an expedition of treasure-seeking explorers in the Sahara Desert in 1925. Stumbling upon an ancient tomb, the hunters unwittingly set loose a three thousand year old legacy of terror, which is embodied in the vengeful reincarnation of an Egyptian priest who has had who had been sentenced to an eternity as one of the living dead this movie was released may 4th 1999 it was directed by steven summers who also directed van helsing by the way which is a great movie Oh my gosh,
2: that, that makes that sense
0: <laughs> we need to do van
3: helsing and talk <laughs> yes. about my obsession in like 2003 and- i would cut out newspaper articles about van helsing
0: I was obsessed. Yeah, um, Perfect. straight up, another one movie of I've our never friends. seen. Um, what? I think you've never seen <laughs> you it. Wait, what? What? God. Actually,
2: so I think uh, With Hugh Jackman. Listen, there, there is a lot of space of time in my college career where boyfriends would make this me is watch prof- things.
0: This came out when I was in like seventh grade. Yeah, yeah. seventh grade. Yeah.
2: You're eighth like, So you can't so believe boyfriends. Your boyfriends. Boyfriends would have the same reaction of, "I can't believe you've never seen this," and then they would make and me watch it, it like that. But then I would fall asleep because it just wasn't my jam.
0: But now it is your jam. Well, yeah, we'll see. It's I mean, like the same as Pacific did- Rim. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's like the same exact vibe. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? That's not your je- Okay. Anyway, all Western- I remember is
2: falling asleep, and there was like a red monster guy.
0: Oh my god. Anyway,
2: you mean <laughs> Dracula?
0: <laughs> sure. Is he in Van Helsing?
3: It's about Dracula mm. and Van Helsing. <laughs> the whole story.
0: Hmm. Okay, we're gonna move on. Don't you love me. <laughs> I think we need to change next week's episode. <laughs> I think we need to change it. I've changed my health. Oh, man. Okay. I can't you've never seen Van Helsing. Oh, oh my God. I'm, I didn't say I've never seen it. I've slept through it. Yeah, oh my sure. and that's You, not, you didn't. You clearly didn't have eyes when you were in college, because Hugh Jackman. I swear oh to God, God, Hugh Jackman yes. as like I don't give a shit about. Okay, I, actually, I do. I care a lot of shits about uh, Hugh Jackman, but <laughs> Hugh Jackman as Van Helsing is mm. the hottest man that's ever yes. existed. Like I don't. Like I like Halloween because of Hugh Jackman and Van Helsing. Okay, I love Halloween, <laughs> and one of our our mutual friends—I think you know which one—her entire she's obsessed with werewolves. Uh huh. And we had the realization when we went to go see the, the Van Helsing, like um, exit. Like we saw Van Helsing's like costumes because there's like a whole. Uh, museum of costumes and like ho- of horror in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I think I realize why I have like a werewolf setting. Oh, mm. <laughs> well, now I feel like I'm in college
2: again. Yeah. So- Listening to someone explain it all to me and why I'll love it.
0: You all have to right. watch it. It's you know so what? stupid. It's so dumb. <laughs> it's so great.
3: Dial the sass back. <laughs> okay.
2: I did it because I loved them. I'll do it because I love
3: you. Excellent. Good,
0: you better because it's so great.
3: <laughs> Cuz We on. watched I watched Pacific Rim for you. You can watch Van House. I didn't say me. I
2: wouldn't do it. I'm just saying I haven't technically never seen it.
0: <laughs> you didn't because you tomato. tomato. Anyway, <laughs> can we can we get anyway, back the move, to the mummy? <laughs> Are we ready the mummy? Okay. Yes. 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 yes, okay. Yet so, another film and... I never saw until okay, this. Okay, so week. <sighs> The Mummy's original budget was 8 $80 million. Mm-hmm. And yeah. its box office earnings were $416 <laughs> <million>. <laughs> They were so it excited. Is literally the sleeper hit of 1999. Nobody saw this one coming. Everyone it's thought that weird. this was going to be a stupid... Like, not even... No one was going to see this movie. And it ended up being the metric that everyone, like, measures. bull, like adventure comedies by now like literally it is it is i can't think of the word because it's so important to me and to the film industry like it is so good within the first uh, actually this is true true after the first opening weekend like okay hold on let me go back this is Steven Sommers fought tooth and nail to get this thing made, right? Like, it's like his passion project, and no one would give him money because it's, like, it's a stupid concept. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to remake The Mummy and make it a comedy? A, you're dumb. B, you're stupid. C, get the fuck out. Wait, it's and a remake? It's a remake of an original, like, Boris Karloff was, like, the oh. original Mummy. Huh. And it was, like, a horror okay. movie, and old timely he's like... 1920s universal it's like an old universal movie mm-hmm. like creature from the lack of goon right. frankenstein bride of frankenstein this, of that era gotcha and so that and stephen summers was obsessed with those movies and he wants to remake them which is why he also made van helsing because it's a remake of dracula mm-hmm. um and the wolfman but nobody was gonna let him do it and then eventually he got some money and then after the first opening weekend Immediately got greenlit for a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Immediately.
0: Um, but here's the thing. all. back to what I was saying. Um, so, The Mummy, here's the thing though. Uh, when it came out, I was eight. So, yep. I was too scared to see The Mummy. And I didn't okay. see it for a very long time. I think, Sarah, are you the first person among us who actually watched The Mummy? Like, I in don't. your life? I don't think so. When was the first time you watched The Mummy? So,
3: because I was also eight when it came out. And um, too scared, also conservative Christian family. So, you know, undead, <laughs> not great. <laughs> and so, uh, and then I remember being in like sixth grade and going to Universal Studios with my friend and her parents. And she knew, she knew that I'm, I get scared easily. Mm -hmm. And yet she made me go through the walkthrough thing for The Mummy. I think it might have been The Mummy Returns, to be Mm -hmm. honest, because it was early 2000s. And so I think it had come out. And I was terrified. Like, I was so scared. I'd never been in, like, a haunted house kind of a situation. Mm -hmm. And that's what it was. It was nothing. Like, (laughs) I would be fine now, obviously. But terrified. And so I watched it, I want to say after college really so maybe i am the first you might have been Mm -hmm. but i don't actually i remember watching it thinking it was great because i'm not even low-key just i love brendan Fraser, and he's so underappreciated and forgotten about now and so i was like i want to watch the mummy i never got to watch it when it came out it was part of the whole you know conservative christian girl goes to college and watches mm-hmm. all the things she wasn't mm-hmm. allowed to watch.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: um, That's why I own Jocelyn. My King first Kong movie on. was Rocky yes, Horror so. Picture
0: Show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow.
3: Wow! It was an introduction.
0: <laughs> See, far. I wasn't like not allowed to watch movies. I just wasn't, I didn't have enough time to watch TV shows so going to go into college. I was like, wait a minute. There's like a whole world of television shows that I've never seen. So like my freshman year of college was like me binge watching Gilmore Girls bones mm-hmm. supernatural like literally yes. everything because i just i remember you
3: from that that's <laughs> i think so you good. got everyone you ever met to watch supernatural
0: yeah it was my favorite show for three years and then they just ruined my whole life anyway yeah. um the first time that i ever watched the Mummy, i was 18 i remember it very distinctly because my cousin i went over to visit my cousins um and it was like the one of the first times that I got to hang out with them where I got to, I had to drive myself over to their house Ooh. and I got to stay the entire weekend. I was the only <sighs> one among us. Despite being the youngest, I was the only one amongst us who had their license and had a car. Nice. So, like, I was like, so I could just drive us around took it and whatever. So we went to Disneyland and then, um, we were taught. My cousins were talking about like the mummy, and not uh, because we were like on Indiana Jones, and they're like, "Oh, the mummy is just like Indiana Jones, but like stupider and goofier." And I was like, "What? The mummy is like a horror movie, isn't it?" And they're like, "Oh my god, Mariah!" No, it's not. So the next morning, we get up, and by the morning, I mean it's like you know we're eighteen, it's summer, so by the next morning, I mean it's one o'clock in the morning, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. and we get up and we watch it, and I was utterly delighted by this movie like I think I was the per- the perfect space of like a f- perfect time of my life and the perfect frame of mind to like watch that movie when I did so now it's just like this beautiful memory and going back and watching it now I'm like wow it is just literally not as good as I thought it was but at the same time <laughs> I love it Corey how did you get to watch the mummy? Because hey, you made me for the podcast. Yep, we did. <laughs> <laughs> sure did. No, no regrets. <laughs> just love. Mm-hmm.
2: Um. So truthfully, like this, th- this movie falls into the whole realm of like Titanic and Jurassic Parks. Like they all came out when I was like under ten years old,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and I cannot express to you how terrified of a child I was (laughs) of everything so I know my mom probably saw this and just went this is hilarious and kind of fun but like my little child who's nine will have nightmares for years if I let her watch this which is what happened with Titanic everyone always thought my parents were super conservative my mom was like I don't give a shit about the boobs I knew that my seven-year-old could not watch children dying like that kind of thing. And same with Jurassic Park. She was like, You would have lived in my bed if you'd seen the dinosaurs. Um, and I wasn't having oh, yeah. that. I wanted to sleep alone. Like, you know. <laughs> so the mummy just fell into the hole. I knew I was it was too mature for me. And then after a while, I just like I really wasn't into movies in high school. And then as I said, in college, boyfriends would make me watch things, but I still wasn't like super into movies. So it's just been one of those where like I just haven't really watched it ever. And it wasn't like on purpose. I wasn't avoiding it. I just never saw it. I freaking loved it. It was so good. funny. I'm and so, so, so good. good. <laughs> like and and but truthfully <laughs> watching it, I watched it with my brother and there were parts where I was like, Yeah, I would have had nightmares because of this. Like I could not have watched this as a child. Oh my God. All. Like the part
0: where Same. um Yeah The The scarabs alone. Yeah. Oh my God. The scarabs
2: alone are so scary. And then the whole mummification at the very beginning, being mummified alive, I knew what mummification was because I'd read that Cleopatra book as we talked about. That's right. I would have had nightmares. I would just, you know, so there's just stuff like that. The comedy, I was not expecting the comedy. Isn't it <laughs> so
3: fucking
0: funny? I, it, is I, it is so I ridiculous. Left. I think you're on
3: the wrong side of the river.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> O'Connell oh, no. looks to me like I've got the horses <laughs>
1: looks <laughs> looks to me like to like you're on, on the wrong, wrong side of,
0: of the river. river Fun fact um Corey, this won't you won't care because you haven't seen Van Helsing. <laughs> but um the guy <laughs> who plays Benny is actually Steven yeah. Summers' best friend and okay. So he actually is in all of Steven Summers' movies. Nice. Yeah. And um, in Van Helsing, he's the gravedigger.
1: No, <laughs> no, just kidding.
0: No, he's not. No, he's not the gravedigger. He's Igor. He's Igor. He's oh over- yeah, he's like he's like, Igor, why do you, you heard- torture torment that creature so? It's just what I do. <laughs> <laughs> like, that guy is so hilarious. and um, Which, by the way, I should probably look up who that guy is um, because he's cool. Um, Benny the Mummy. Yeah. Kevin J. O'Connor. Kevin J. O'Connor. What a guy. He's the man. He's he was so one cool. of my favorite characters.
2: He was so funny. Oh, my gosh.
0: He Seriously. was so good so
3: um besides watching
0: housing on hbo nice like benny is like i feel like as if you were to watch it as a kid you most of his humor the like the humor of benny would go right over your head like he's absolutely like, a, like he's kind of like a bartok kind of situation if you're a kid like for the listener yeah. um anastasia <laughs> the the talking bat like I'll give him like yeah and I kick her sir like it's the same kind of thing but Benny's actual dialogue is just so much funnier and mm-hmm. so witty like and like the whole thing where he when the mummy is like gonna eat Benny alive and Benny's like trying all of the different religions
2: oh my gosh I <laughs> laughed so hard Oh, oh my God. God. I laughed so hard at that
0: seriously and then my mom was like so confused about why the the mummy was like wait why is he why is the mummy okay with the 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 Jews and I'm like well because the Jews were slaves in Egypt in Egypt yeah, for a like, long time for a long time like Moses let my people. Mm-hmm. Go. go mom you went to church how do you not know this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah you were raised christian mom she's like I, it was like school <laughs> Like, that's fine whatever fine, but fine. benny is so incredible love benny um the complete opposite of benny like if benny is like the the funny foil um then the uh other guy i can't remember what the guy i can't remember what any of your names are i'm feeling so stupid right now hold on let me look it up
2: <laughs> the british
0: dude who's not the, the because
2: he's no no no, 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 like, no but he
0: was like dark no funny. no the good the guy who is not funny casually all. murdered um, brown people i mean that i mean true he's but that's casually... not what i'm looking for <laughs> i am looking for our death Bay.
2: Love of my life was oh. too pretty for tattoos. Oh, do you want to know? Okay, I have like, huh? I took notes for the movie. Yeah. So my second note was Rithik Roshan. That's he. It. kind of looks like him. Yes, I know. You know who he is in Bollywood. Mm-hmm. I know. But for like a second, I was like, oh, hello. Oh, no. This is too old. You were like five when this movie.
1: <laughs> That's true. not true.
2: But yes. My first note was Naked Lady Fun. Oh my gosh!
0: Because the girl who plays Anaxuna Moon is so Uh hot. Uh
2: huh. But I legit like it took me a while of her walking to be like, oh, she is naked and painted. She's Mm -hmm. not wearing fishnets.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, man. Oh. Yeah. So that's Patricia Velasquez. She's like a poor, not poor, I think she's like Venezuelan um actor so a lot of the things that um people had issues with is that none of the people who play egyptians I'm are egyptian. egyptian what crazy no. like they like all... hollywood hasn't ever learned their lesson but here's the thing like they're all pe- like s- slightly people of color so like mm-hmm. um oded fair who plays ardeth bay the the leader of the magi um uh-huh. He's Israeli, but he's Israeli in the way that, like, his grandparents or his parents were, like, Holocaust survivors from, like, the Netherlands. And then they moved. They're, like, Zionists who moved to Israel. So he's, like, actually white. And then, Patricia <laughs> Velasquez is, like, she's Venezuelan, but she's, like, white Venezuelan. And then the guy who plays the actual mummy, Arnold Arnold the he's Hello. so hot but he's indian like from india so it's just like yeah what is yeah. going on but no, yeah i thought he was south african oh is he
3: i thought arnold Vosloo was south african
0: you know what you might be some su- supremely correct you're <laughs> super correct and i'm dumb i, th- I mean, who am i thinking of then who is like there is I, someone in there that is. Indian. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I mean, I'm sure that they'll, they'll come up. It's, I don't know, I don't mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anywho, but um, yeah. Can we just talk about how everyone in this movie is at the fucking top of their game when it comes to looking hot as shit?
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um. Oh. Yeah. So my fourth oh. oh. note—we're going very out of order. Okay, oh, yeah. don't don't on the podcast. This is not a feel-good filth podcast. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> kidding. <laughs> ready? Your fourth note is uh, Rachel Vice's eyebrows. They're <laughs> so
0: bad. No. They're period they,
2: appropriate. I was gonna say. So when I first saw them, I went, "Oh, come on, 90s.
0: But no, but they're not 90s brows. No, They're not. I mean, they're 1925 no. brows.
2: Yeah. I looked at I was like, so really the 90s were stealing from the 20s. Shock. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my third note was, this is just a line, like many a line, they say.
0: <laughs> uh, what is a place like this doing in a girl like you? Oh, what is a girl? What is a place like me doing a girl like this? Oh, so good. Seriously. <laughs> I'm like, that is such like no one in their the right mind, even in their drunk mind, would say that shit. It's wow. such a Hollywood line, but like she delivers it so and well, you believe it. And I'm like, all right, all of it, all right. Her, her ruining of
2: the library, <laughs> so like all of it, <laughs> smart. And, it's, so oh my good, gosh. it's Oh my so gosh, it's so funny. Her bouncing on the ladder and then falling, and then it all just dominoing around her. And then that guy coming in and being like, "Why do I put up with you, woman?" Like.
0: Because my grandpa, my father, and my mother were very good people to you. They gave money and they're very so she good. She all of her
2: like, actual attributes. She can read and speak ancient Egyptian. She could read and speak Hebrew. She
0: can, like, all this stuff, right? And yep. then he's like, No, it's because your parents were patrons and gave me a ton of money. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. To be a woman in Egypt in 1925 and to not be Muslim. I was going to say, oh. to be a
2: woman in 1925.
0: Yikes. Look at that. Yikes. Um, but then my the next bit where she is, like, spooked by something in the museum. Um, and she's, like, trying to f- – she's, like, who's there? And she's, like, "Mohammed, Abdul, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bob. Oh, my, God, oh my God. God. And ends up being – Da da Her brother, Jonathan. Oh my
2: God. <laughs> he is the most beautiful hot mess of a human being that has ever been
0: portrayed on film. Literally.
2: Every... Like what a disaster
0: human. Seriously. A disaster by, I can recognize one when I see one. Cause we think alike, but like Jonathan <laughs> is like what every comic relief side supporting character wants to be and is never because Jonathan is funny but he also is smart and he also participates in like like gives the plot direction and he acts in the plot like Mm -hmm. the only other time I've ever seen a side character who is humorous in that way do exactly what Jonathan does to a good degree is Sokka In Mm -hmm. the last Airbender, yeah, like he, like Sokka and Jonathan, they are the same character except Sokka is fourteen, and Mm -hmm. Jonathan has not taken a single thing seriously since nineteen eighteen.
3: No, as one he
2: he is who I want to be. Like I want him to be my Patronus. Seriously, (laughs) I love him so much.
0: So one of the things that happens in the movie at some point is like Jonathan is a really good marksman. And as a kid, I kind of just chalked it up to like, oh, he's bumbling into success. And now I'm a history teacher, and I'm like, he was—he looks like he is round thirty, maybe thirty-five, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which means seven mm-hmm. years ago he was fighting in the Great War. He's not bumbling into this shit. He survived World War One.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: which is why he is like that. Right. Then this is his PTSD. Like, I just literally like i it's one it's one of those things because i haven't seen the mummy since i was in college when i wasn't and it was like oh that's this adds a whole new layer to this movie mm-hmm. that like all of this was happening at the same time yeah oh. and they also they do
2: a great job of showing that through that pilot
0: yes the pilot
2: gentleman with the like mm-hmm. <laughs> with the british air force and he's like the only
0: one so, oh, my favorite gaza, it's like the gaza air force and he's like the one yes <laughs> like hey uh mr airplane pilot i can't remember the name i can't remember none of those. It was um, like you know hey, winston hamilton oh, <laughs> Winston <laughs> Hamilton George VIII, you know, yes. is something. But like, just um, <laughs> Rick, British o- Rick O'Connell, gone. Brendan Fraser being like, okay, uh, can we do you a favor? And he's like, can you do us a favor? And the guy's like, well, does it have to do with the uh, Her Majesty's Secret Service or is, is Ma- His Majesty's Supported Air Force? No, not even a little bit. Will I survive? Probably mm-hmm. not. Ha ha! Winston Graham at your service! <laughs> Because so okay, here's what true. yeah, and it hurts me because I'm like oh yeah. Because well, here's what this movie does in a really great way with
2: comedic effect is it shows like survivor's guilt.
0: Mm-hmm. So like his whole
2: battalion died, like all of his buddies died in the Great War by getting their planes sunk or whatever in the sand, and he is the only one to survive. And he is not going to kill himself, but he also doesn't want to be here anymore. And he wants a hero's death. And he gets it.
0: And it's awesome. That's another thing. I think we were talking about this with some other movie or some other. It was Pacific Rim. Every single character that he, like, they get their own little mini arc. Mm -hmm. I feel like the mini arcs in Pacific Rim are developed a lot better. But every character has to, like, they have a way, like, they are, all of them are um, the opposite of stagnant
2: yeah because like the what would the magi no. Who are the guys the like protectors? Yeah, the, the bajai. <laughs> the magi okay. <laughs> um like, they even they have, have like old... their own yeah. Yeah. They're so special. Wait, is that the guy you guys were telling me about who he was supposed to be covered in tattoos and he was too hot to be Yes. Artists the character so those characters
3: were supposed to be head to toe covered in tattoos, but they thought that Odid Fair correctly so is too hot, so they gave him one face tattoo or two. I mean,
2: incorrect. Whatever it he was. could
3: have been covered in tattoos and been
2: just as hot. Right. But also, but it's it. still, so, you know. It's the 90s. <laughs> his hair is so, so beautiful. All of it. Oh. I was like, mm, living
3: for it. That Seriously? in combination with Brendan Fraser and the gorgeousness that is Brendan Fraser. Well,
2: oh. and I looked it up, and his symbols actually meant something. Of course they did. Um like it wasn't just them being like we're gonna wikipedia you know aramaic symbols and shove them on this guy's face and i don't remember i should have written down what they meant but they actually like were meant something and that was one of the first times i was like oh okay like i'm you know because i don't know how much of the egyptology
0: was correct (laughs) Uh, (laughs) that's actually an entire there's this youtuber who interviewed I uh, like watch the mummy with an actual Egyptologist. I haven't watched it, but it comes up on my, for, like, my <laughs> YouTube like, for uh-huh. you page a lot. And I'm like, oh, maybe I should sit down and watch it. But like, you can, there's, there's videos of people doing that. Good. Um, my guess but is I'm probably surprised.
2: not. My guess I'm, is probably so not. I know that the stories are like accurate. You know what I mean? Like the mythologies. Of certain things are from a history class I took, but I don't know how like the deep stuff, like the actual symbols and what they mean and like the written language and the spoken language, you know,
0: (laughs) I mean, when
2: Benny was going through all the languages and doing all the different um, religions, religions, when he pulls up like the Chinese Buddhist symbol, if you're watching it with subtitles, it says just babbling.
0: That makes me upset, though. Like,
2: he's not saying anything in Chinese. Oh. And you're like, oh, no. Because before that, all of the languages he speaks are correct. And then it was just, like,
0: babbling. It's because this movie is so Western-centric. It hurts. Uh Uh Like. And the damsel
2: in distress thing, I was not a fan. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, like. The whole, I mean, mean, but it was, like, not a fan in the sense that I, like, I rolled my eyes and was like, all right, this was made in the late 90s. It's,
0: it's actually it's... super progressive for uh-huh. the late 90s that uh-huh. um, Evelyn chooses to go with the mummy to try and save everybody. That was pretty cool. Like, that's pretty cool for the late 90s. However, with our 2020 lens, our hindsight being 2020.
2: <laughs> she couldn't get her oh, fucking hand am. out of the thingy on her own. No. She had to wait for him to cut every single fucking cord. Yes. before she could get off the slab of death.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, you know, you know, you win some, you lose many more being a woman. I do
2: have a, a possible mo- Mummy 2 spoiler question for you. Oh, for sure, for sure. Because I'm pretty sure I've seen The Mummy 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? The Mummy Returns. The Mummy so Returns. Does he, does he bring back his love in that
0: episode? That one? So what what happens in the or mummy? Like, returns as her spirit? Yeah. Is um the lady who plays noxuna Moon, Patricia Velasquez, mm-hmm. she she gets to come back and she plays the reincarnated version of noxuna Moon. She, so she finds out that she's like a Noxuna moon. And the whole point of the second movie is trying to bring back the mummy. But in order to do that, they have to go to the realm of the Scorpion King. Right. Who is the rock. <laughs>
2: um i have seen this movie because also i remember that and i just remember her and she is so gorgeous and i remember thinking i hello i don't know anything about these movies but you are beautiful and then that didn't happen in this movie like the thing i remember and so i was like oh maybe i've seen
0: the mummy returns yeah but like the beautiful thing about the mummy returns is that like they did a retcon of like there's a nox in a moon and like well, it's because the the mummy's obsessed with what's her face Evelyn Rachel mm-hmm. Weiss, because mm-hmm. she's the reincarnation of Anaximenes Moon. But it turns out no 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 in the Mummy Returns she's actually the reincarnated ver- um, reincarnation of the Pharaoh's daughter.
2: Oh, um, I just figured he picked the first pretty lady he saw. The he like, only, no, like, the, only yeah. the only
0: woman, in the, the yeah. only woman, the only. Woman. That mm-hmm. is my number one gripe. Which actually, in their most recent remake of The Mummy, 20 like 17 with Tom Cruise, mm. did not watch it. However, they completely re they redid the whole thing where Anaxuna Moon is the mummy. Oh. So the mummy is a woman. Maybe I saw that one. <laughs> I didn't. I did
2: sure deny. I- can't I
0: couldn't tell you listen that's that's totally fair but uh moving right along can we talk about everyone's favorite himbo himbo supreme <laughs> <Sabrina. laughs> Brendan Fraser <laughs> Brendan Fraser <laughs> oh, oh, my so much. Rick O'Connell is the best himbo to ever bimbo and I love him <laughs> so much um <laughs> for the listener who for some reason doesn't know what a himbo is if you've heard of a bimbo that is a dumb beautiful woman Ahimbo is a dumb beautiful man. Yeah. Who who respect drinks his respect women juice. Like yeah. just uh-huh. chugs Deeply. it.
3: Deeply. Chugs it
0: down. He's Except, well hydrated, mama.
3: Yes. Except, Except for when he just kisses her uh-huh. without consent. That was a little, I, I was mean, like, mm. but it was also 1999 and that was totally okay. And um, he was going to his death yeah, true. we'll give him we'll mean, give him
0: a quick pass because he was going to go to his death and as soon as he was not going to die, he was a total gentleman and shit. That's true.
2: <laughs> that's honestly why we're giving him a pass
0: when she was drunk. Uh-huh. No. She, yep. He Yep. So, he did not yep. he did not and we love to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rick O'Connell <laughs> is super great. Um, he's just, he, I feel like of all of the characters, he's actually the only one that doesn't actually have, like, a character arc. He is the same at the beginning as he is at the end. The only thing that he's kind of learned is to re-love adventure and also to love a woman. Hmm. Yeah, he also has the greatest lines. <laughs> he really truly like, does. I wrote he down does. this one.
2: She's trying to, this is more towards the end, but she's trying to translate like a big tablet thing. And there's all these like monsters coming for them. And she, her brother's like freaking out. And he's like, she's like, patience is a virtue. <laughs> and Vernon Fraser just yells, not right now, is it isn't. <laughs>
3: literally i watched i rewatched this a couple of weeks ago which is where we started talking about oh we should do a, an episode about it mm-hmm. with my dad and he was dying yes like he was laughing so much because every like the one-liners are just so good in the whole movie but they're especially so good rick o'connell's one-liners and you're just oh you're dying they're so funny
2: oh yeah um, the other part where I like snort laugh so hard, and like my brother paused the movie, was when the mummy first awakens and shows up, and he- Brendan Fraser holds up the
0: cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and can we also? <laughs> Are you okay? I laughed so hard. Yeah. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I can't. It was, so good. The, it was so good. But the best thing that Rick O'Connell does is when he the mummy first wakes up and he first eats somebody and he's going after, like they're in the tomb, they're in Hymenoptera and she, he's going after Evelyn and Rick's like, come on, hey Evie, let's go. And then he turns and the mummy... Screams at him <laughs> and he <laughs> screams, screams <flies> back, back. <laughs> and he does it like two more times. He does it movie. multiple times. Oh my god, it's like <laughs> his signature thing is that he yells back at the things that are yelling at him, and it's so funny. It's Every single time I do that with my toddler nephew. He's oh, today, as so you scream back at him,
2: <laughs> good, yeah, good, yeah. But he didn't yeah. stop, though so perfect well yeah it didn't it had. there's one time where he yells not your toddler uh eric o'connell <laughs> yeah. or whatever um, he, he, yell, he, like, some mummies yell at him, and so he yells back at them, and then they just yell louder, and he goes, all right, and then he, like, just beats it. <laughs> he's, like, that didn't work, The comedic timing, like, I really was not prepared for the comedy and the comedic timing. Like,
0: seriously, Brendan That Flavor, is timeless. Like, he is he's so good. Ugh. He's so underrated, because he's, he's, like, in the, the fucking funniest movies in the 90s, because let's be real. Yeah. yeah George of the Jungle is George a classic. George of the Jungle. And so... Dudley hard. Do-Right. Bedazzled. That's uh, uh, so funny. Brendan Fraser. <laughs> I... Encino Man. Oh, my God. Encino Man. I forgot. I mm-hmm. forgot about it. Airheads. Have you seen Airheads? Yeah. Oh, my God. No. That shit is so good. Adam Sandler, Brendan Fraser, Polly Shore. What <laughs> a combo. Yeah. They play, like... It's, like, the same time and they're playing the same characters as like the teens in encino man or whatever uh-huh. um but they like are metal heads and they take over a, a radio station and like the like, it's so stupid it's just like teenage hijinks and it's so great i like, yay uh blast from the past looney tunes back in action
2: oh yeah mm-hmm. oh so good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like so mm-hmm. yes but he's so he's just so Oh my gosh, he's so funny. And he and Rachel Weiss, I would not they are like one of those comedic couples like I would not have put them together.
0: But but I'm if so glad that they were together.
2: Oh, yeah, if you had told me they have great on-screen chemistry, I would have gone, eh. that seems But they are so good together. And cuz she also has very funny lines. Mhm. Oh, yes. And and she, or she, like, beat – she, like, just is – she her constant reference to the Bembridge scholars.
0: So, fun fact, um, I thought that they were making fun of the, like, Oxbridge scholars, what? Uh-huh. Like Oxford and Cambridge. Like, the – turns out Bembridge College is a real thing. Yeah. I had to look the, it up. Me three. I was like, oh, what? Uh-huh. Worm? Straight <laughs> up? That's a and real place? <laughs> Yeah, at the end she's like,
2: "There's something happened. and she goes, "This wasn't in the Benbridge Scholars. They got something wrong." <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and she's like, "If this is in this and that's there, that means that the Book of the Di- the, De- the the Book of the Living is at the base of this statue in Hamanapja. Take that, Benbridge Scholars." And I'm like, "Wow, I love you so oh. much. Please kiss <laughs> me." Also, anybody else go through their bisexual awakening? Watching this movie <laughs> absolutely because I feel like I was just like, everyone is so hot. Everyone, everyone I mean, I, I, so wouldn't,
3: I wouldn't say it was my awakening, but I definitely relived it. We'll go with that. <laughs> uh, yes, I, but I was yes. definitely there for everybody,
0: yeah. Because, <laughs> so great. Oh um, gosh. I watched this. And underworld in the same oh, yeah. summer. Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's when I yeah. realized that br- posh British ladies, that's mm-hmm. my jam, yeah. which is why I'll, I'm so in love with Ray. Daisy, <laughs> <Ripley> <laughs> be my vampire bride. <laughs> I'll take care of you, even though you make so much more money than me.
2: <laughs> right? She's um, worth okay. so much
0: more money than me.
2: She, yeah, I mean all of us put together and dead. Uh, um, I know. So so we're forgetting truly the most important characters. The the Americans. The Americans. <laughs> <laughs> they are such a caricature of
0: Western Americans. Oh, like, I love and it. And when I say Western, so I mean much. like like the old West. The um, old West. West yeah. yes. They walk c- straight out of Red Dead Redemption. Uh, <laughs> like, straight. So straight ridiculous. out. And then they
2: have the one British dude who's like the Egyptologist with them. Mm-hmm. Who
0: is? <laughs> and they're like, this is the smart one. We're going to just shoot everyone up. <laughs> Which, by the way, he's like the same guy who's like, well, this ship can't sink. Uh huh. um yes. In fucking Titanic. What? I know. I was like, "Sir, you had quite a lot of acting going on in these couple years." Seriously, <laughs> um, the Americans are incredible, and I love them. And as a, a, as like, now that I'm older, I'm like, "Oh, guys,
2: they are obnoxious you're to so, the point of just so funny." You're the it's worst. So funny.
0: You're just the worst. But you mean so well. <laughs> like, and they just shoot so everybody. And they're like, yeah. Like, oh, my God. Trying to shoot the mommy! Like, oh, my he's, gosh. He's a, he's a creature of the undead with unknowable power. What are you doing? He's trying to eat your face. Just let it I happen. Know.
3: Let's just go back to the beginning of don't open this box. It'll cause unknown consequences to anyone who opens the box.
0: Alright, All right, let's well, open the, box. the box.
2: Yeah, okay.
3: they didn't care. Okay. They just wanted gold.
0: They just wanted gold. There's no goddamn gold. Actually, there's a lot of gold. There's now. a lot <laughs> of gold. <laughs> there's so much gold. Don't yeah. even. <laughs> Which, by the but way... There none in that box. There was none in that box. <laughs> I love so much that, like, Rachel Vice Evelyn, go is like, sn- snotty little nitwits like you always get their comeuppance to benny and benny's like well i've never heard that before and then eventually benny gets his comeuppance by being sealed in the throat treasure room and i'm like good that was rough yeah that was good it was that was such a like that's honestly like all of the other deaths kind of like happen on screen and they're silly and funny deaths like they're horrifying but they're silly that one is truly terrifying the yes. way how he dies just slowly all because he'll oxygen. just starve to death yeah no because he'll either suffocate or yeah but didn't you hear it's like it's suffocation of the air no light but then because all the oh scarabs God, yeah. yeah see that that's nightmare fuel Truly, the most terrifying mm-hmm. of all of deaths is benny's death in my the
2: personal opinion m- Absolutely. The, the most forgettable, because it literally happened, and 10 minutes later, I went, Tony, where'd that guy go?
0: <laughs> and he was like, um, he died. Don't you remember? And I'm like, nope. The jailer? <laughs> yeah. Yeah he got eaten by scabs. <gasps> he did and i legit like was like 10 minutes later no he really? didn't <laughs> he he the scarab got into his his brain and he, oh, ran, and himself he ran into, into the, the wall. wall see i still don't even remember but what it's happened okay to him. It's, it's honestly so forgettable i'm so glad that he died that way because he's a fucking sexual predator like, yeah absolutely absolutely i'm a very lonely man <laughs> like, okay, fuck well, yeah. he and
2: i he and i had the same reaction to brendan fraser almost hanging this is back to the beginning but he gets, like, hanged, hung, whatever, hung. The, whatever. Oh, hanged. yeah.
3: He almost died during that. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, right. It looked so real. Yeah. Brendan Fraser like almost really died. Did actually happen, yeah. So oh. he really did do that because Brendan Fraser did all of his own stunts. Which
0: is why oh his God. back is fucked up now.
2: He's so broken. He's
0: a beautiful like, man.
3: The yes, mummy
0: so really, broken. truly broke him, and I'm so sad for him.
3: But you well, know what? Like,
0: he all of heart. those stunts
3: and then he was also like sexually assaulted um and <laughs> he like went into a big depression from it. yeah a male executive like <gasps> touched his butt
0: no or something inappropriately
3: at a something
0: Weinstein
3: it wasn't him it was someone else but then but... he
0: spoke out and then he got uh-huh. blackballed
3: <gasps> yep
0: what is that why yeah that's, that's why, why
3: he hasn't been like, in like anything yeah
0: can we go meet him and hug him so he's coming back now because because the me too movement brought brendan fraser back yeah which is super great um but he's also he's the voice of one of the characters on doom patrol on the dc network
3: which is super
0: rad he's like i was like how come i recognize that voice i was watching the first episode or whatever and i was like oh my god it's brendan fraser he's working again which by the way his Mm -hmm. name is not brendan fraser like Fraser Crane, it's Fraser. Oh,
3: like uh
0: Claire and Jamie. Oh, Fraser. like Scottish Fraser.
3: Fraser,
2: okay. Well, so, um, but when he dropped, I was yeah. like, Oh, so wait, he's a main character, but like they're gonna hang him. And then I was like, Oh, his neck didn't break, he'll be fine. And then literally, the jailer goes, Oh, his neck didn't break. <laughs> <laughs> and my brother was like um how did you know that that's a thing and i'm like history major you're welcome Mm -hmm. (laughs) like
0: hell yeah hell yeah hell yeah you want
3: your neck to break instantly or else you suffocate (laughs) yeah so it says that he nearly died during that scene (gasps) rachel vice remembered he stopped breathing and had to be resuscitated
0: oh my (gasps) god the fuck
3: we do not deserve him yeah seriously i'm yeah like it's like
0: he legitimately almost died. That is really upsetting. I don't know that I'll be able to watch that again without being like, no. It really just adds a whole layer of realism to the whole thing, doesn't it?
2: In a horrifying way. Yeah. 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 But, um- um, and then my next, my next pet peeve mm-hmm. was when the boat was going down and everything was like on fire.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And there were no crocodiles. In the Nile, in the Nile, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, it's a crocodile-free
3: area of the Nile. It's it is a... like one of the most
2: populated areas
0: in the world of crocodiles. Yeah, but not that particular <laughs> section. Well, of course, that's why it was so <laughs> crazy that all of the horses went to one side of the rivers because Rick, Jonathan, and come and Evie and company, they swam through crocodile-infested water oh it was half and half okay you know, that is okay that is my my hot hot take which we do does anybody have any fun hot takes on this movie a, a fun hot take, or a, a negative hot take listen
2: <laughs> all i did was at the end i wrote rescue the damsel in distress kill the bad guy save the world <laughs> that is this movie <laughs>
1: no?
2: <laughs> not wrong it- it checks all of the 90s boxes it
0: really truly does like this is the a movie that really encapsulates the 90s like this movie could have only been made as it is before 9-11 absolutely it's like the same kind of like plot devices themes morals as independence day Mm -hmm. like it's Mm -hmm. the like if It's it's literally the same movie except
3: Egypt biblical,
0: yeah, in nineteen (laughs) twenties. I think that's why the the
2: humor is so good because truthfully the plot is kind of like yeah, like you see all of it coming.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know
2: everything that's happening. So the comedy is what like kind of shocks you out of being bored and it's so funny. And then there are little nuggets of like feminism and there's like tiny bits. And the mummy is so good. Like hep hub- heptep or whatever. Imhotep. Imhotep. He is so good. Um, and just yeah, all of it like Seriously, like, that's what takes you out of the really boring tropes.
0: Yeah, like, honestly, this movie is really great. But I honestly think without Arnold Vosloo playing Imhotep that way, like, super straight and very scary, this movie would have fallen apart. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, yeah. He's, he's, I don't think he's, like, genuinely super duper terrifying, but he's very intimidating and he takes it seriously enough so that, like, I take Imhotep's as a serious threat, even though it's all smoke and mirrors and dumb.
2: He is a hundred percent believable as a high priest who is looking for his love. Mm -hmm. Like he's not an evil bad guy who's trying to take over the world. So he doesn't need to be that kind of villain, but he is someone whose heart has been broken and he needs to bring his love back. Mm -hmm. And he is completely believable and so good.
0: It is so yep. good. It's uh it's just he's very human, this Imhotep, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But can we talk about one thing that I think we all would we'd love to laugh about?
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The
0: fucking CGI. Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> like all of the practical mm-hmm. effects are incredible in this movie, but the CGI is just like, ooh. The
3: advancements we've made in 21 years in computer graphics is insane. I mean, I was watching an episode, or I was walking by with my family's watching an episode of Bones, and there was a CD, like a a Walkman. Yes. And I'm like, Drew, my sister is seven years younger than me. I'm like, do you remember those? She's like, yeah. I'm like, did you ever use one? Because it's like, that was less than 20 years ago. That was like 15 mm-hmm. this this season that they were watching or whatever and it's just the technolog- technological advancements that have happened in the past 21 years in our lifetimes is staggering. Like it's really
0: crazy to me that a dumbass show like Supernatural which is weekly has better special effects today yeah, than The Mummy. Yeah. Okay but I... <clears throat>
2: i'm gonna disagree with you a little bit oh because since it's not set in a modern era because it's set in such a like past era some of the cgi you just don't notice because it's set in the 1920s like if they were pulling out cell phones and it's like (laughs) like i love the show fraser but sometimes they'll just pull out like cell phones or laptops and you're like oh my god it's 2004 yeah like, yes. you can see it. But because this is set in the 1920s, the CGI can be kind of bad, but, like, it also ages kind
0: of well. Yeah, I see, like, that's the thing. Like, the CGI is bad, but the CGI is bad, and it, but it's, like, just, like, the movie is bad. Like, uh-huh. they, they work together still so well. Like, even though you can fucking tell that Imhotep is completely rendered in a computer like okay. at some bits like there's yeah. when he loses his arm oh. you can just see oh, the actor his arm
2: out it's so good <laughs> like, <laughs> like the actor
0: just had like a but, green like, screen wrapped over his arm the whole thing <laughs> is like in a live action cartoon so that just uh-huh. adds to the cartooniness of it it feels more like who framed roger rabbit than yes like, like I don't know, fucking Starship Troopers, you know? Like, yeah, it, it adds to the the ambiance and the oeuvre <laughs> of the film. Well, and
2: like, um, when the when all of the Egyptians are walking around with all the boils, that's not CGI, and it is really good. You can tell it's all makeup. Yeah, it's and super they've rag. done a really and so I think it's kind of like the whole Jurassic Park thing, where because they used a real animatronic dinosaur. It ages really well. It's like a lot of the stuff that they could do makeup instead of CGI, they did. Uh huh. Absolutely. And that's why it ages better than other things of its
0: time. Exactly. Like, have you seen Terminator 2? Oh, no. Not in a long time. Oh, Oh, no. Not in a long time. (laughs) It's real bad. It's real bad. And it's because they didn't use any practical effects. And you can tell in this, like, they did the whole thing either on location in Marrakesh and, or they did it on a soundstage at universal studios. And there's so many cool practical effects. All of the sets are totally real. And like, that is what is so great about it. Cause it, it kind of does feel like the last great real movie, you know, like yeah. before we like, cause you know, what's crazy. Literally two weeks later, you want to know what comes out? The Phantom Menace. Oh, yeah, and yeah. No, this it's... one feels way more real. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Granted, the Phantom Menace is in space. <laughs> it's a different Menace altogether. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long time ago. It's in a galaxy far, far away. But like, it's <laughs> it's so crazy how different those the two movies feel. Because mm-hmm. you go back and you watch the Phantom Menace, and it feels fake this one yeah. I feel it like I uh-huh. like even though emotep and the sand wall it just it, and the spirits they all look fake as fuck but the you feel you buy the world you feel uh-huh. it you know and like that's mm-hmm. like I love the I love I love Star Wars and they're gonna be my favorite movies for all time but when it comes to like what's an actual better movie I'm gonna say the mummy's better than the Phantom Menace for sure. You know? Like hundred oh, percent.
2: Absolutely.
0: Because you know, it has a plot and there's no Jar Jar Pinks, but you know.
2: Listen, you know. we need to talk about Phantom Menace because I was eleven. I was 11 I know you I were in love that with it, little Anakin,
0: who who wasn't uh,
2: no, I just loved that whole movie, but I didn't see it till I was eleven and it was great. But I agree that the mummy is a better movie. Oh, <laughs> I'm
3: I'm just I'm <laughs> I'm like I my sister and I were re-watching. It was a bad decision because, you know, whatever. We were re- re-watching all of the movies um, before seeing The Rise of Skywalker because we got Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. And um, she, like, dipped out for the prequels. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I watched it. them. She's like, nah, it's fine. <laughs> now, I she dipped out for the pod race. <laughs> and she came back for, uh, what, I think, Rogue
0: One. Okay, whatever. Okay, it's the but, best
3: Disney Star Wars movie. Um, but it yeah,
0: is. it is. It's. <laughs> but however, my favorite is the Force Awakens because it's literally the same as the as a New Hope, but there's yep. girls and people of color and Kylo Ren. Yes,
2: did I <sighs> send you guys a so TikTok there's... where the guy like said how they're all named incorrectly? Yes, yes. <laughs>
0: and then great, he went viral. He did. He was such course, a cute, sweet, like sweet little boy. He was so excited. He was like, "Guys, I made a video that I thought ten people would see, and uh, it's it's on BuzzFeed." <laughs> I mean, I made the news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, and that's in the Star
3: Wars minute <laughs> uh, <wait. laughs> in the middle of the Mummy episode. So <laughs> we're going to incorporate it into all of our a couple more things (laughs) a couple more
0: things y'all can we just talk about how problematic some parts of this movie are because deeply
2: deeply deeply problematic
0: problematic. Um, like I was not kidding in the beginning
2: when I said the British Egyptologist he kills brown people like he like the white Americans are pulling that box out and he reads it it says if you open this box bad things will happen and so he's like oh um you you diggers you go open the thing uh, Mm -hmm. and then they And then they get like salt acid on them, Mm -hmm. and they die. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) That Mm -hmm. was cringy. That was cringy. I mean, it was true to life, but it was cringy, painful. Yes. Um, We've already touched on the the casting choices of the people, Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. Egypt people. Um, It kind of it's.
3: We talked about the kiss, but we gave them a
0: pass. Um, I feel so sorry because I feel like the only person who's actually Egyptian in the cast is Amijwali who's the guy who plays the jailer. And he's actually a really funny stand-up comedian.
2: Oh, um, that's yeah. awesome.
0: He's, he's, I think he's, he, at the very least, he's Middle Eastern British. Um, like, he's of Middle Eastern descent, but, like, totally 100% British citizen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, he is, yes. And the way that they treat the that character is just, like, like as garbage. a buffoon. He's a humanizer. Uh. It just feels so out of, like, it's funny as like he's some things that he says are like really funny but like it's such a caricature and it's like oh come on it feels bad now like yes like i'm supposed to Uh, laugh he's there you go like he's not yeah again he's not egyptian but he is middle eastern i win yeah
3: (laughs) (laughs) the pharaoh is moroccan um and that's going to be the closest we're going to get to Egypt which is upsetting. <laughs> that's in Africa <laughs> and then Eric Avari who plays Dr.
0: Terence Bay is from India
3: nice you'll have seen him I and mean, he's in he's in but
0: he's like india like from india the same way that Ben Kingsley's from india like oh. like you're from india but you got like white in you <laughs> somewhere kind of feels like you know i gotcha yeah I gotcha if you do
2: the drop of blood thing yeah yeah
0: yeah you know um same way i'm i not just kidding i was gonna say something really insensitive and stupid and, um, <laughs> okay. let's just not do that <laughs>
3: i had a thought and I'm... then i rethought it you know you know yeah oh, good but there is a reason why there aren't egyptians oh okay in the movie do did you know no yeah, so um, <laughs> while I was watching this, my dad and I were both looking up trivia on IMDb at the same time. And we turned to each other to tell each other the trivia. Uh, guess If you Shocked. weren't, you know, if anyone ever questioned that I am related to my father. But there was a lot of um, political unrest in Egypt. So they couldn't film it there. And then consequently, they couldn't get any, like, n- none of the, oh gosh, what's the word? Actors or people... anything? Yeah, well, the 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 people in the background, those oh. those actors, um, they're, those called
0: they're called background. They're called background extra. They're called background yeah. actors. Extras <laughs> is like the the old terminology for them. They are background yeah. actors. <laughs>
3: well, then that's sure. why none of them are actually Egyptian. If you look, they're all Moroccan um, oh. because that's where they had to film it. Due to the political unrest um, in Egypt in the nineteen nineties,
2: it's better than them just being racist.
3: Yeah, well, because I, since I have never really looked at things with like a problematic lens, like that's really come from hanging out more with you guys recently. Mm. um, I while I watched it, I was very much like, okay, how would I approach this? And then I was like, okay, well, where are all of these people from? And I was like, oh, none of them are Egyptian. Why? And then I was looking and it explained it. And I was like, that makes sense. I'm trying to find it so I can tell you.
2: No, that's awesome. I mean, it's a better explanation than Hollywood is completely racist and just didn't want to use actors.
0: Which I would have also (laughs) understood. Like.
2: Right, right. Disappointed, but
0: not surprised. Disappointed.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's like that movie we talked about before with um, oh, the Egyptian movie that had all all white actors that came out like Christian Bale, (laughs) like five years ago. Yes. Yes. Exodus Exodus. or whatever. Like,
0: God's. That one is just
2: them being racist. You know, that's just them being horrible. But like, I guess with this, if there's political unrest in the country and you can't get background actors. That's different. I'm not going to excuse it, but it's different.
0: Yeah,
3: Yeah, I guess. So Mm -hmm. um,
0: does anybody have anything else before I say my last thing about this movie?
3: Just that Brendan Fraser is precious and hot and you need to watch this movie. And if you haven't seen it, you need to do it now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree.
2: I have a new uh, goal for my future boyfriend. So just beware if you're not Brendan Fraser (laughs) in The Mummy, I will not (laughs) take you. (laughs) Or Brendan
3: Fraser in the 90s. I'm yeah, yeah.
0: That in that. Um, i see okay because i we, was
3: in love with george of the jungle
0: truth yeah um uh, when it comes i to, still quote it
3: <laughs> george just want to funny when people ursula, say the name I ursula crunchy.
2: i don't think of <laughs> ursula from the little mermaid i think of her first yeah and okay, then i think of ursula from the really little mermaid.
0: quickly please can we rank <laughs> brendan fraser him both, please <laughs> Number one is George of the Jungle. Yes. Number two, I can't tell. I don't know if it's Dudley Do Right or Rick O'Connell because I don't know how you would rank it. Because
3: is yeah. it? Are we going
0: by respecting women? Are we going by idiocy? Are we going by um, <laughs> which just one does hot, he have his hotter? shirt off in? I think i don't think I don't he's think shoot- shirtless shirtless in dudley do right i do th- I, mean, I don't think he's shirtless in the mummy either but you know he's got the open shirt
3: and he's glistening yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna go with rick o'connell and then dudley do
0: okay
2: wait, wait did you guys know a thing about him who brendan fraser <laughs> is part french canadian yeah man and oh. he's canadian oh he's american of canadian parents yeah dude This is
3: why I love him. Correct. He is my, yay. Yeah. And he lives on a farm with a horse and has like a kid on the spectrum, I think. Oh my gosh. I read an entire article about him after watching (laughs) the Mummy, and I've fallen further in love. It's fine. Good.
2: Oh, you know what? Uh, This is, there is no himbo in this, but he was an ink heart. Oh shit, he yeah, was he's great in Yeah. So good. And like I loved those books. Those were such
0: good books. So Cornelia Funke. Mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. So and then
0: all the mummy. Anyway, go ahead, keep going. So, um, if we have nothing else, I would like to close out this talk of the mummy with the first paragraph of the mo- one of the most famous vi- like movie reviews of all time. Okay. Um so this is a fa- fairly well-known guy. Um, if you're familiar with Ebert and Roper, are you mm-hmm. familiar with them? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, they sure the, so they had So they had this TV show where they would like go over the movies for the week, you know, back in the day before the internet. Um, and so Roger Ebert's review of The Mummy is astounding and beautiful. He gives, he gives it three stars. So this is <laughs> <laughs> three out of five. I think it's three out of three. Yay! Yeah, like keep going. He gave it like a thumbs up, right? Perfect. So this is the first paragraph and I'm only going to read the first paragraph because it has everything that you need in it. (laughs) Okay. So if we have not convinced you, maybe Robert, maybe Robert Roger Ebert will do that. Wow. (laughs) There is within me an unslaked hunger for preposterous adventure movies. (laughs) I resist the bad ones. But when a Congo or an anaconda comes along, my heart leaps up and I cave in. The Mummy is a movie like that. There is hardly a thing I can say in its favor, except that I was cheered by nearly every minute of it. I cannot argue for the script, the direction, the acting, or even The Mummy. But I can say (laughs) that I was not bored, and sometimes I was unreasonably pleased. (laughs) There is a little immaturity stuck away in the crannies of even the most judicious of us, and we should treasure it. (laughs) He used unslaked <laughs> hunger,
3: which is so underused. I, I literally love, love, love it. That. It is. I mean, an you said phrase. you said unslaked hunger, and I
0: was sold. I was like, "Yep, I am <laughs> yep. done. That's
3: <laughs> all I needed to." Use. Like for
0: preposterous
2: <laughs> adventure films, is that what? Yeah, has? for
0: preposterous adventure movies, and like, okay. I, my favorite part is that, like. I can I can't argue for anything about it except to say I was never bored and I was unreasonably pleased. (laughs) It sounds like Mr. Darcy, like giving a review. (laughs) Like Like, it (laughs) is like just just, like it seems to me like if you are in the mood to just turn off your brain. And enjoy oh, life. This is such a good movie. Just to like enjoy life for a moment and really truly escape from the terrible that is this life. The mummy mm-hmm. is the way to do it. And I really think that this movie is so underrated. And I'm so glad, Corey, that you like it. Because I, I knew you so would. love it And yep. just to let I you know. I will definitely
2: be purchasing it and watching it over and, and over. And just
0: so you know, Van Helsing is in the exact same vein. Mm. <sighs> All righty. Except sadder. Oh,
3: but right. okay, but Hugh Jackman and Kate Beckinsale. Oh my god! And <laughs> and the evil guy from Mulan Rouge.
0: Yes, uh, Richard Roxburgh. He plays. Mm-hmm. He plays Vladis Draculia, know. born fifteen sixty two, murdered sixteen thirty two, or whatever the frick he was. Oh, so good. Honestly, okay. so good. Um, well.
2: Anyone else have anything else about the mummy?
0: Just to go watch it. Watch it. (laughs) Please watch it. Well, what are we loving this week? I'm loving The Legend of Korra. It is so good. It just came on Netflix. I had never seen any of it. And a lot of people are like, okay, if you're like, what the heck is that? It's an animated TV show for children. Um, it is a sequel to Avatar: The Last Children Airbenders. and thirty-year-olds living through a pandemic. Exactly, <laughs> but um, it as I told these these ladies earlier, it is chalk f- like the the writing is so well done, and the fact like there's there was production issues because you know Nickelodeon did everybody dirty on the production team. Um, however, even d- despite that, like. The writing is incredible. The characters are so nuanced and so great and so believable and the story is just so cool and I'm like why is everybody freaking hating on Legend of Korra? It's rad. Like why Yay. are you, you you do you just not like it because it's not Avatar. It's not it's not Avatar and it's like I I it kind of feels to me like people who hate on the Legend of Korra are the same people who hated the prequels and then hated the sequels you know of Star Wars, like you just hate things because <laughs> it's not your original shit, but just because it's not the original shit doesn't mean it's not good. You can appreciate what's good about it, and I really yeah. like it. so um, it. it's on Netflix. go watch it. It's incredible, and I you know it's weird when I say this about animated characters, but everybody's hot, so just keep that in mind.
3: <laughs> <laughs> at least at least. At least
0: it's weird saying it out loud, but it's completely valid. At least, and though, in, correct. like, the second season, everyone is over the age of 18.
3: <laughs> well, <laughs> that's better than, like, yeah, liking Avatar and being like, oops, we've got like, to Zuko's pretend so that they're hot. Older. He's 16 in the last <laughs> season. <laughs> no, the, well, all three seasons take place within a year. Yeah, which is crazy. So, of course, he's yeah, he's 16 the whole time. Meanwhile, oh in the
0: first season, Cora is seventeen and her last season she's twenty-one.
3: Perfect. Excellent.
0: So wonderful. Sarah, what are you loving?
3: I am I'm loving the book I read yesterday. Which is. It was I mean it was kind of uh triggering, but also really, really good. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, so, one of those. <laughs> I was telling Corey, I was like, I really need to be I need to pay more attention to content warnings. That I forget because I compartmentalize everything.
1: Mm, It's called
3: The Night Swim. And it's fictional. But it's based... It's like the story is about a true crime podcaster. Who is going to follow a live uh, court case. For her third season. Trying to make it better than her previous two. But it's a rape case. (gasps) Um, Oh no. And then she also is getting contacted by this mysterious person who's asking her to help her solve her sister's death 25 years ago. So it's like has a little bit of a split timeline, but it's told through letters. So it doesn't, it's not like I have issues with split timelines. Most of the time, like I don't like them. They seem really, they have to be done really well for me to enjoy them. Um, But this one really wasn't bothersome um, to me. And I read it yesterday. So, I mean, obviously it's good but I just never remember (laughs) that I need to be careful. Right. (laughs) So I had some feelings afterwards and then I'm fine today kind of a thing. So be careful if you are going to read the night swim and you have um, some trigger warnings with sexual assault or rape or something, please don't read it. (laughs) It's not worth your mental health.
2: (laughs) Good. I'm glad that you're warning people. It is very good. Um, I am currently reading Call Me by Your Name. Oh my god. Good. By Andre Ekman. Um I did Asaman. not see Asaman, thank you. I did not see the movie with Army mm. Hammer and Timothy Cabernet. Um yeah. Tim um,
0: Chalamet, I think his name is. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I- <laughs> Oh my god. Timothy Tim- 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 Chalamet. Tim- fuck that shit. This is America. Your name is Tim Chalamet. Listen,
2: I, you know when I first saw, I'm gonna go on a tangent. When I first saw his name, I was like, oh, well, we have to respect it because he could be from French Canada, or he could be from France or whatever. And then I looked it up, and he was like, born and raised New Yorker. I was like, fuck you, dude. Your name is mm-hmm. Tim Cabernet. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, he know. does
3: speak fluent French. Fine, um, because he his family is is they are French, and so oh. he spent a lot of time. Um, In France, they make his character in well in call me by your name his character can speak several languages but they moved it in the book in the movie to be primarily french because he could actually speak it
2: oh good to know (coughs) perfect well i am um like 35 pages in and i already love it made progress since yesterday i have so good i so it i am so it is I don't even know how to explain. If you want to read someone, if you want to read something that helps you remember what it feels like to fall in love when you're 16, this is the book for you. It is so sweet and cute, but also like deeply moving because you're like, oh, I remember having all those kinds of insecurities and like reading into one little word that someone would say. But then it just, oh, it's just so good. It's so good. I love it. I am loving it
3: i'm so sad sarah Mm -hmm. i think next week is your week yeah what are we doing mariah are we switching it or are we saying with what we
0: listen girl it is i know it's my it is up to you but i need it is it is up (laughs) i mean i am down with whatever and if we make if we make Corey watch another movie she hasn't seen, <laughs> I'm down.
3: <laughs> I feel like let's, we'll be gentle. I'm adding it to the list so it will happen. Okay. But we'll okay, stick good. with uh, Disney princesses. Yay!
0: Yes! Next yes. Maybe we can make Van Helsing and put it in October, like around Halloween. Yes. We'll Perfect. do that. Right? And I that love sounds like that. Fun. Right. <laughs> okay. So, um thank you so much for listening to the Drive Time Pod. We are currently sponsorless, so if you want to give us money, that'd be super great. <laughs> you can do that. If you want to contact us, you can stalk us on Instagram at the Drive Time Pod or email us. Um our email is the drive time pod at gmail.com new episodes drop every wednesday here and in the afterlife um so you know if you're listening (laughs) (laughs) call me me, baby (laughs) other than that um don't go reading any books in mysterious languages anytime soon y'all Even though no harm ever came from reading a book, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Say no more. Other than that, bye. (laughs) Thanks, bye.